0: It's like ladies have special night. Turn in your Bibles to Ephesians 6 tonight. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we have, well, let's put it like this. Every time I've preached, in the last few times, it's been out of Ephesians. We went through Ephesians 4 into now what is Ephesians 6. And you know, that Paul, he was a pretty smart guy. Uh, and he wrote some things here, and then. It's funny how things played out. I preached on the husband and the wife on my anniversary night, and then I preached on obedience this morning. That's what Paul's talking about tonight. Uh, I didn't plan this. This is how it happens, okay? Uh, but Paul goes into obedience tonight. But the verse that we keep having to go back to, and we keep having to see the context of what What this comes out of is Ephesians 5 and verse 1. And it says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. And and it's funny that he goes from that, he goes all the way into the husband and the wife to come back to children in chapter 6. And I think the reason he does that is because, because... Paul had that lawyer mentality. Uh, he, he was trained in, in political things. And, and he he knew whenever you're going to make a statement that counts, you need to put it right at the end. And I think that's what Paul was doing in Ephesians 6. He He comes back, and this is the context in which it comes out of, but in Ephesians 6, he comes back and he says these words. In verse 1, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment, with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Then we go a little bit further, and he goes from this child scenario into a servant-master scenario where in verse 5 he talks about servants be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling in singleness of your heart as unto Christ. Not with eye service or men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. With good will... With good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth the same, shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And ye masters do the same things unto them, for bearing threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven, neither is there respect of persons with him. Now, an interesting thing to think about here is children, obey your parents. My mother says amen. But we need to go a little deeper. You see, Paul is is talking about, in a broader sense, obeying Him. and And he, and he keeps throwing in these other pieces of Scripture, these other analogies... To that, okay, and, and I, to being followers of Christ—that's what I was trying to get to. And, and the first thing is obedience is key to God's work, and, and we covered this a little bit this morning. That that obedience is key. Uh, faith working is obedience. Uh, we. Should, uh, As Paul brings this concept of being followers of Christ as dear children together, he he says, children, obey your parents. All the stuff we can add or do to our Christian life falls apart if we're not obedient to God. It's the key. We can add love, but love without obedience to Christ wouldn't be true love. Love without obedience to Christ wouldn't be love at all, really. And and, and see, everything falls apart without obedience to Christ and obedience to God. Uh, And here's the key. Obedience is not just doing what is right when others aren't looking. It's doing what's right all the time. Paul brings this out in t- two particular places. He says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on earth. So, so okay, he, s- he starts talking about obeying your parents, and he brings in a spiritual side to this. He says, You'll live longer. Your days will be longer, uh, I believe is what the Old Testament says. Your days will be longer. And see, even though we're obeying our mothers and fathers, what are we doing when they're not looking? That's important. Are we obeying them when they're not looking? Because God is always looking. And here's another place in verse 6 and 7, and this is where he really brings it out. He says, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. With good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. This is, this is cool. I, I looked up that word eye service and, and that word's really cool to me because it literally means service performed under the master's eye. Don't do it like eye service. Don't just do it when He's looking. Do it all the time. Obey all the time. Just, just as the Master who, who comes and checks on you, don't just work at that moment. Work when He's not around. Obey when He's not around. Th- this is, is cool because whenever we look to God, we have to realize that He's looking all the time. And, and we can't get out from His eye. But obedience to Our parents and obedience to the master, or our boss, in our language, that's what we would say, our boss, shows our relationship with Christ. And I'll get to this a little later, but uh, we're, we're to be obedient even when no one's watching we're not to be about pleasing the boss, but we're to be about pleasing God Himself. But on the other hand of things, how can, what if we're the boss? What if we're the father of a child? What is our role? Paul covers that too. He says, you're to be godly. Uh, Paul says in verse 4, he says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Is that godliness? You betcha. If you look over at James 1 and verse 13, listen to this. See see how familiar this sounds. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. Fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath, just like God will not tempt you to sin. You see those similarities? We're to be godly if if we're the father, if we're the boss. And you can go into the boss and look at this uh it says uh That the boss is is not to be a respecter of persons, just as God is not a respecter of person. When somebody in your workforce, if you're the boss, if somebody in your workforce does something that needs rewarding, reward him. And and this is is interesting. Because doesn't God reward us for the service we do? I believe so. I believe God rewards us for the things we do for Him. And, and as bosses, as people uh, in leadership positions, we're to reward those under us, our subordinates. We're supposed to reward them as Christ would reward us. Uh, verses 8 through 9 talk about this. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. Uh, And ye masters do the same things unto them. So you do the same. Just as God would do it, you do the same. You reward just like God would reward. When they do good, praise them. Give them honor. Whatever. But the same way that God would. You are to represent God by rewarding those that need rewarding. But the next thing is and this is the most interesting thing about this whole series of Ephesians 4 through 6. We have the ability to represent Christ anywhere and in whatever situation we're in. As Christians, Whether it be in our marriage, as chapter 5 talks about. Whether it be in this church, as chapter 4 talks about. Or whether it be in our relationship with our children as parents. Or or whether it be in our relationship as parents to our children. Or whether it be in our relationship to our boss as employees. Or whether it be in our relationship to our employees as the boss we have the ability to represent Christ that's what Paul's saying in all this in the church you need to be a unity you need to be unity therefore that because God loves the church he loves the church like a man and a husband are supposed to love each other you go a little bit further and it talks about children and how they're to obey their parents as you are to obey God in every situation we're in in life we have the ability to represent Christ. That's what Ephesians 4 through 6 is talking about. We have that ability. Whether we're a son. Or whether we're a boss. Or whether we're a husband. Or whether we're a member of this church. We have the ability to represent Christ. Whoever you are, you have that ability. And... and what it comes through is it comes through obeying. Obeying Him. We should take hold of this responsibility. It's a great responsibility. Representing Christ, who can do it absolutely perfect? None of us. But we should strive to be like Christ. Isn't that what verse five or chapter five, verse one says? Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. See, children, no matter how hard they try, they're not going to be dad. But they can be strivers to be like dad. We need to strive to be like Christ. And even though we'll never make it, we'll never be perfect, we have the ability to represent Him in all the community around us. I want to end on this note. Does your life represent Christ tonight? Every relationship that you are have in your life, does it represent Christ? Probably not to the extreme that of Christ. But give it give that relationship. Give that uh Parental relationship. That child relationship. Give all of it to Christ. And say this is yours. I want to use it for your honor and glory. And that's the message. I wanted you to catch hold of. As we went through this. That you have the ability. To represent Christ. As Brother Norman comes for a hymn of invitation. Let's all bow for a word of prayer. Dear Lord, thank You for this day. Thank You for Your Word and and what it means to us. Dear Lord, just help us to represent You on a daily basis in our workplace, in our homes, in this church. Help us to be dear followers of You. Dear Lord, forgive us of our sins. and, And even though we know that we'll fail and we can't perfectly represent You, give us the encouragement, give us the strength to strive to do it every day.